0: This is the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy, dedicated to helping individuals not only win at work, but more importantly, win at home and in life. Helping individuals to find what true success looks like for them and helping them live that success daily, allowing more freedom to passionately love the people and enjoy the things that matter most in their life. Welcome to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy.
1: Hey guys, welcome to episode number 110 of the Winning at Work and Home podcast. This is the second time that I'm recording this. Um, You know, I've done 110 of these and sometimes when I'm recording live on Facebook, I look over and I see that the recording is not recording how it should. So second time is not necessarily a bad thing because the more that you teach it, the more that you learn it. So um, let's get to it. So today what I want to talk about in this podcast, if you haven't listened before, this is really just us learning how we can both win inside and out of the workplace, right? More importantly, how we can win at home, how we can take care of our health, how we can take care of our relationships, whether we're married, our our kids, you know, whatever it may be, right? We just want to live an intentional life and we want to make sure that we're living a passionate life in the most important areas of our life, right? So that's really kind of just all that this podcast is about, right? It's this me kind of sharing different thoughts, different ideas, different things that I learn as I go ahead and I, and I try to, you know, manage, uh, the best that I can and try to grow and learn. I've been married for it'd be 21 years this August, Um uh, have four kids, 19, 16, 13, three boys and a little girl who's 10, uh, you know, have a couple businesses that I have to manage and, and make sure that the bills are getting paid and there's milk in the refrigerator because we drink a lot and different things like that, right? so. Uh, life is, is very challenging. It's very beautiful and it's, it's great. But like I said, we all have these same kind of pressures, right? And, and this is us just really growing together. So what I want to share with you today, we're going to go through the first five of the 10 ancient scrolls of success from Augmandino's book, The Greatest Salesman of the World. And if you have not read that book, it is such a good book, guys. It's one of those a small little short reads, a small little book, maybe 100, 120 pages. It's in story form. It is so good. Augmandino's books. It kind of reminds me of The Richest Man in Babylon by George C. Clayson, Clayson which is another great, great book. And, um, it's just, it's such a good read, man. Uh, you got to do it if you're interested in success and you're interested in growing and learning and different things. It's a great book. So that's the greatest salesman of the world by Ogmandino. the 10 ancient scrolls for success, which are given to the character in the, in that book, uh, by this incredibly successful, um, businessman back in the, I think, uh, gosh, how long ago was it? Ancient times, right? 10 ancient scrolls. So let's go through them, and we're going to go through the first five, and they're so good. So, number one is form good habits, right? Now, guys, this is pretty obvious, right? We have to have good habits because habits really give us the results in life. And if we have poor habits, we're going to get poor results. If we have good habits in our life, we're going to get good results. You know, we have those habits that we just do, right? Like brush our teeth, ho- hopefully. Right? And once you get older it should be a habit to brush your teeth, right? And and bathe and you know, whatever it may be. Those are things that we just do automatically that give us good results, right? Hopefully our breath and our teeth are white and our breath smells good. We smell good through the day. If we don't, if we don't brush our teeth and we have poor breath and we stink and no one wants to hang around us. But but everything that we do, guys, there's so many different things that turn into habits. And they're either good or bad. And we need to make sure that we're forming incredibly good habits, you know? And one of the things that that we talked about, it's almost last week, I think we talked about a one pad podcast was get rid of the bad habits and then put in a good habit, right? Maybe you have a habit of picking up the remote control too much, right? And this vegging out and watching TV for two, three, four, five hours, whatever it may be. Maybe what you do is instead of picking up the remote, you pick up a book. Right? Or you go instead of, you know, looking at a shirt and show, maybe on Netflix or whatever, maybe you go to a great podcast where they're interviewing somebody that's widely successful and can help you and, and you can get great ideas from that. All these different things. You know, maybe a a habit is you snap at the kids. Maybe instead of doing that, you speak softly to the kids and you discipline softly. Right? All these different things. All these different things. You know, maybe you instead of instead of cracking a beer, maybe it's cracking a beer at night, you take a walk around the block. With your spouse. I don't know what it is, but obviously we have to have good habits in our life. Okay, that's number one. Number two is greet the day with love. Greet the day with love. Guys, this is so important. Listen, your morning routine, what you do in the day, so much sets the tone for the rest of the day. It really, really does. You know, how do you start your day? Do you immediately start by hitting the snooze button? And it's funny because this morning I totally hit the snooze button. So. But really, when you're doing that, you are starting your day with a loss, right? You're supposed to get up at a certain time. You said you're going to get up at a certain time, and you hit the snooze alarm. And it's just like a little defeat. You're just starting the day out with a little defeat. And you maybe it's like, well, does that really matter and blah, blah, blah. It does matter. It does matter, right? If you can be disciplined enough to get up when you say you're going to get up, and then you do the things that you know you need to do, whether that's, you know, meditation or prayer or, or having that hydration drink or just spending a little bit of time with yourself before the kids get up. And you know that when we do not do that, okay, when we don't, don't do that, then we're definitely not greeting the day with love. We're greeting the day with defeats. But if you're able to get up in the morning and, and do your affirmations and do your time and and appreciate another day that you've been given That's going to filter over. That's going to filter over in your life. And it's going to filter over when you get to the workplace, when the kids get up, when your spouse gets up. It filters over. So we need to make sure that we greet the day with love and we don't greet it with defeats. We don't, you know, greet it with the morning news, right? That's going to get us upset or or talk radio that's going to get us upset, right? We need to make sure that we start our days correctly and we greet them with love. We greet them with gratitude, it's incredibly, incredibly important. Okay. So that's number two, number three of the 10 scrolls of success are persist until you succeed, persist until you succeed. Because I know you heard the statement, the early bird gets the worm. Okay. And that's kind of a good saying, but it's not the early bird, right? It's not the the one that lands on the grass first. Okay, and then it's like looks around and doesn't see like a, you know, a worm right away and then he just rolls off. It's the persistent bird that gets the worm. It's the guy that stays and, and pecking around and looking until he finds a worm and then he keeps going some more and finds another worm, right? So, so much of what we want to do, so much of the success is just around the corner, right? We all, t- I talked about that gold mining thing at one point where, you know, a guy gave up he was so close to finding his gold fortune, I think, in California, whatever it was, a miner, and he ended up giving up, and it turns out he was two feet away. He sold the mine, sold everything to it. He was two feet away from hitting one of the biggest gold finds ever, right? He didn't persist until he succeeded. And, and that's what happens so much, guys, in our life. We're so close to success, and we need to make sure that we're persistent talked about this the other day. Persistence is huge. Okay. Don't give up, keep going. You know, Thomas Edison, how do you think he, he failed thousands of times before he ever got it right. I mean, that's persistent. What, it, what if, what if big Tom, Mr. Edison there didn't have persistence? <laughs> I mean, come on now. We definitely wouldn't be talking about him if he gave up, right? Sometimes I like to think I have persistence in certain things. And then when it has to like putting things together. Um, I'm, I'm not that persistent and I'll give up real, real soon, but then there's other things that I'm persistent in, but you guys get the point. You need to persist until you succeed. That's number three. Okay. Number four is understand your God's greatest miracle. Understand your God's greatest miracle. This is so huge guys. Understand that you're God's greatest miracle. I want to, I want to read this story. Hopefully I won't butcher. It. It's a true story. um, And it is such a good one. So let me read it to you. There's a little boy in a small town in Tennessee whose name was little Ben Hooper. He grew up without a father. No one knew who his father was. And in a town where he grew up, that was not looked upon too well. Other parents would not let their kids play with little Ben as if he had something to do with the situation. When he started first grade, the kids went outside for recess, but Ben stayed in and studied at his desk. When the other children would eat lunch together, he sat alone with a sack lunch, feeling alone. As he grew up struggling, one day he heard about this new preacher that had come to town. He heard that when the preacher spoke to you, it was as if you were the only person in the world. He gave you his full attention. Little Ben Hooper started to go in and listen to the preacher on Sundays. For the first several visits, he would sneak in late and leave early in the back of the church. Most of the time, nobody even knew he was there. One Sunday, however, the sermon was so moving, it was as if his big sign was behind the preacher with Little Ben's name on it. So enthralled, not noticing the service had ended, he struggled to leave out the back. The aisle had become packed. He struggled to get out and then felt a touch on his shoulder. He turned and looked up at the preacher looking down at him. Whose boy are you? asked the preacher. It had been the question people had been wanting to know for the last twelve years. Everyone became deftly quiet. It was as though you could hear a pin drop. The preacher then responded, "Oh, I know whose boy you are while the resemblance is unmistakable. You, my son, are a child of God. Now that's quite an inheritance now. go and make sure." You live up to it, the preacher said with a smile. Little Ben Hooper went on to say later in life, that was the day he was elected governor of Tennessee and then later reelected. Man, I think that's a, that, that story right there gave me goosebumps. It's so powerful, guys. We're all children of God and we have so much ability. And when we think down on ourselves, when we think that we're not worth as much as we are, that's, that's no good. It's no good at all. So, we need to understand that we all are children of God and we all have a responsibility to go out there and love and serve and care for others. And there is something out there for us that, that we could be doing. There is something out there. There is a passion. There is something that God has placed in our heart that we need to be constantly be trying to seek and ask and ask for wisdom, ask for guidance. But it's such a good story. So, number four is understand you're God's greatest miracle. Okay, number five, the last one we're going to talk about today is live the day as if it's your last. Live the day as if it's your last. You know, it's such an interesting one. I mean, when when I, th- when I think about this, I don't think of, oh, I want to go like jump off an air, well, I never want to do that anyways, jump <laughs> off an airplane. But you know wh- what I think that really means, live the day as if it's your last is is really be aware and be appreciative of all the things that you currently have in your life, right? There's so much tremendous love around us. There's so many people that are so important to us. And so often what we do is we take every single one of them for granted. We don't treat them the way that they should be treated with kindness and love. You know, if, if it was your last day, if it was your last day on this earth, your kids would annoy you much less, or they probably wouldn't even annoy you. Right. If you knew it was your last day with your kids, what would you do? You would love them tremendously. You would do whatever you could to teach them, to give them wisdom because you knew you weren't going to be around. Those little things wouldn't bother you. What about the things with your spouse? If it was the last day, do you think you'd whine and complain that the dishwasher wasn't, um, you know, stacked correctly or whine and complain, maybe that your um, you know, spouse was uh, fifteen minutes late when they said, you know, from coming home? Or do you think you'd whine and complain, you know, when you came home and there was maybe a little dirt on the floor, a little bit the house wasn't picked up like you wanted it to. Right? All those things. Right? You want. You want. You would let those things go and you, and you would instead look at the good things that you've been given in life. You instead would be looking at the things That matter most, right? You wouldn't be whining. You wouldn't be complaining. You wouldn't be doing and and going around with that attitude. You would instead be going around with an attitude of gratitude and appreciation. And you would spend less time on your phone and more looking into the eyes of the people that you love. And you'd spend less time, you know, maybe zoning out on TV, but more communicating and asking questions and, and taking the walks and spending the time and wrestling and appreciating your, your home, just the small little things, maybe that glass of wine, maybe that back deck, looking at the sunset, all those little things, you would take it in. You would take it in. Well, why can we not do that every day? Why Why can't we live each day as if it is our last, right? Right. And I'm not saying flake out and do your thing, but even, even in work, right? Give it your best. It's your last day at work. Give it your best. Work incredibly hard. Make sure you you serve your clients like the like no other. It's so important. If you knew it was your last day to serve clients, I'm sure you wouldn't do a crappy job, right? I'm sure you would not want to go out that way, right? You would do your best. So it's so incredibly important. Okay, guys. So that's the first five of the 10 ancient scrolls of success. We're going to do the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 tomorrow on the episode, episode number 111 of the winning at working home podcast. Listen, guys, if you like this, if this makes a difference, if this helps, if this speaks to you and this is good and you enjoy it, please share it. Please like, please comment, please share it with somebody else. It makes me feel so good when I see on social media that someone shared this, right? Or they do a little hashtag, you know, nailed it or whatever it may be. You know, it may, it makes me feel incredibly good and it encouraged me to keep going and keep doing this, right? It just, it just helps me. It gets me excited. It gets me motivated to to keep sharing with you guys because you know this helps me tremendously and hopefully it helps you so you guys have an awesome 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 rest of your day thank you for listening to episode 110 of the winning at work and home podcast talk to you later bye
0: You've been listening to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy. Be sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Also, be sure to follow Damon on Facebook at Damon Eddy. Define and design your success. Or subscribe to the Damon Eddy channel on YouTube. Until next time, know you have a part to play in this world, so be sure to play your part well.